Welcome to the Insights on Internships from Professor Jones podcast, or IOI for short. If you're a student studying hospitality and tourism management, and you have an internship or work experience requirement, this podcast is for you. That also includes those of you in event management, or MICE emphasis as it's called in certain parts of the world. It's my objective to pass along the knowledge I've gained in nearly 50 years in the hospitality field. As an industry professional, I hired and managed interns. As a faculty member, I supervised students in their internships and oversaw internship courses. As an academic administrator, I developed curriculum that incorporated internships and work experience. So I've experienced every aspect of the process. Each episode will typically be less than 15 minutes long. The topics will cover the entire range from determining the type of internship you want, through the actual internship experience, and finally the reflection afterwards on what you've learned and how to connect it to your future career ambitions. The topic of this IOI episode is final project or capstone project. Now, this episode might not be relevant to all internship programs. This is for those who have a final project or capstone project that can be directly associated with the internship experience. And I'd note here that a capstone in some places around the world might also be called an honors thesis. The agenda for this episode is we'll look at the difference between the final and the capstone projects, identifying the project, key points in generating ideas for the project, methods to use internally, carrying out the research. We'll look at a capstone structure, presenting the results, and then I'll give you examples at the end of the episode. So a final versus a capstone, the differentiating factors. A final project is typically done during the internship. It doesn't involve a formal research paper. You're looking to make a contribution to the operation of the company or the organization. Employing innovation and technology, which is talked about in another episode of the podcast, is an important element here. And I'll give examples later at the end of the episode. A capstone is typically associated with a formal research paper. It's done after the internship, but identified during the internship. It usually involves a survey or other research method, most commonly of guests and attendees. And again, I'll give you some examples at the end. The choice here between the two will depend upon the priorities of your university or school. So let's start by identifying the project. How do you determine what the project will be? Well, your own observation, that's one. Uh, input from your supervisor. What you're looking for here is perhaps a blue ocean. In other words, where can you be different with your business over other organizations that they're competing against? For more information on a Blue Ocean strategy, you can go to the URL blueoceanstrategy, all one word, dot com. Key here is to have access to information and resources from your employer to make the project work. And note, you typically don't identify the project until you are settled into the internship role for some time. So generating ideas for the project, your actions. Well, curiosity is important. You know, asking questions of colleagues, management, 
customers, etc. You're looking to either find a way to fill a void or reinventing an existing system. As mentioned earlier, the innovation and technology episode is a good source for information here, how to do that. Uh, methods to use internally. Uh, once you've identified the need, then what method do you use to solve it? Well, brainstorming internally can be one with your fellow colleagues within your department and areas, uh, for example. Uh, your own past experience, if you happen to have worked in the industry before and putting that to work here. Another method that we used in Singapore with the projects we were doing there and introduced is the concept of design thinking. It's a much more formal method. Uh, you can access that through the URL design thinking, all one word, dot IDEO.com, which is the website for one of those uh, faculty members at Stanford who was involved in founding, in founding the concept. Now, going to carrying out the research. Uh, a quick mention here of the fact that a capstone project is also involves uh, some form of survey, interview, or maybe in a focus group of guests, uh, but it could also be a fellow associates. And if it's involving guests, it's important that you need to know the rules about privacy concerns. And this is true in the USA and in many other countries. It was true in Singapore as well. And you need to be sure when you're doing the research that you get a broad spectrum of opinion in order to make the research valid. And you need to keep your employer well informed, especially when you're dealing with guests and attendees. A capstone structure, if this is your format, usually begins with an initial proposal of what you're going to be researching, an abstract, if you will, which is presented for approval. Once that's approved, then you go to the stage of a formal research proposal. This is the questions that are going to be answered, the methods that you're going to use to be able to conduct the research. Once that portion is approved, then you go out and actually conduct the research. And then you write the final paper, which includes the data and the conclusions and recommendations, and ultimately give an oral presentation. Now, presenting the results, all projects should have incorporate some kind of a presentation as the final aspect of the, um, of the project. It should have a representative of your internship company or organization present. They certainly should be invited. You want them to help you evaluate the project with them. It's legitimacy. And the proof is in the implementation. I said I would give you some examples, and here are a few. These are final projects first. Uh, one student was asked to evaluate the potential of outsourcing the laundry for the hotel. They were doing it internally at the time. Now, they had to do this in rather clandestinely because the management didn't want the current employees in laundry to know what they were doing, so she had to be very careful of the questions she asked. And in the end, it supported laundry outsourcing. Another was uh, a new conversion to a JW Marriott property, and they wanted to introduce a high T. And that student developed the whole concept for it. Another, there was... No concierge manual, and people were asking front desk staff all the time for various things about where to go to eat, what shows to go to, and so on. So the student developed a concierge manual for that property. 
Another exciting one was in the revenue management area, and this was in early stages of revenue management, where the general manager actually gave the student the opportunity to do the revenue management strategy for a week. In another one, looking at a problem that was identified here, is that they were having a problem with sheets and other linens being torn all the time and having to replace them. So the student looked into the process and actually found out that the housekeeping staff was dragging the linen along the floor and then putting it into a laundry chute that had some sharp edges on it. It was a new property, and it was ripping the, uh, in the sheets as they went down. Now, looking at capstone projects, which involved a honors thesis in this case, one was an exhibition company where the student identified that when they went into other countries with their exhibitions, that they didn't have a place for local companies to display their services. So they created an online platform for outsourcing vendors for major trade shows that could be, um, could be then presented to the exhibitors at those shows. And in fact, that student went to work for that company and still works for them today. Another looked at a local health and wellness event. And they looked at what would attract attendees to a health and wellness event as a public trade show by going to other shows and interviewing people along the way. So in summary, uh, it can be extremely rewarding to see something you create be implemented by your employer, either now or in the future. So even if you don't have a requirement for a project at your university or school, I'd encourage you to speak to your employer about the idea. Makes it more than just an internship. In that case, this episode of the podcast here is definitely one you want to share with the employer. Thanks for listening to this episode of my IOI podcast. If you heard something you liked, please share it with your fellow classmates. I'd also encourage you to forward it on to your faculty internship supervisor. Hey, you could even include your supervisor at your place of work. Enjoy your internship learning experience.